Bright suns and good afternoon, travelers. Today is Friday, December 10th at the time of recording, uh, and it is extremely cold here in New England. Um, snow is kind of on the ground, and, you know, we've got our our Christmas lights up, but uh, it, it does not quite feel like Christmas yet. I'm still kind of having a hard time thinking that that's like right around the corner. Uh, I'm more focused on things like Book of Boba Fett coming out and uh, each each week's episode of Hawkeye. Um, this is <laughs> totally I'm like this episode is going to be very weird. Uh, I'm going to be forward about that because um, what I want to talk about today is is kind of uh, there's there's some weird shit going on. Um, I want to talk about uh, the show. Uh, because it's been a while since episode five, and I know I wanted to start releasing a little bit more often, and I really thought that I would have enough time. Uh, you'll see why in a bit, but uh, I, I I haven't. It's been it's been a very weird month, and it's it's kind of uh, shown on on my timeline on on my Twitter. I've been kind of a dick bag lately on Twitter, and I, I feel like um, I feel like like I've been so negative. Uh, and I, I, that's something that this show is not about, um, something that I've been trying to avoid because I don't, I don't want to like attack negativity with more negativity. Cause that's, that, that's not how you foster a good environment. Um, but lately it's just kind of been, you know, mentally, that's just where I'm at is just being a kind of a negative dickhead. Um, so I want to address that. That's That's going to be one of the things we're going to talk about. The other things are going to be. Uh, the Galactic Star Cruiser uh, experience, uh, the the video that was uh, put up. I didn't actually get a chance to see that before it was deleted, so I don't get to speak from a lot of experience on that. Uh, and then we're going to talk about the new Star Wars game being released by Quantic Dream. And there's a lot to say about that. Uh, it's, it's definitely going to be something that we're going to have to think about um, really hard before making any sort of purchases. Uh, anyway... So getting back into that, I'm Mike. This is the Bright Suns Podcast, the show for pop culture nerds like myself to obsess over, analyze, critique, love, cherish, and accept all things in the geekdom. Marvel, Star Wars, DC, comic books, video games, TV shows, anything that's fun that we feel like talking about, I'm going to bring up on this show. Uh, this is episode six, I believe, uh, and <laughs> almost to ten. <laughs> And it's only been like a few months. I'm I'm really not doing good at this whole release schedule thing. Uh, anyway, let's get right down into it. Bright Suns Podcast, Episode 6. Here we go. Welcome, 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 welcome to the Bright Suns podcast. Um, I know I kind of already did an intro, so I don't know. I don't. I don't know why I'm doing it this way. This is um, this is really weird. But I promised weird, so weird's what you're gonna get. Uh, anyway, uh, so I wanted to talk first about, um, like I said, about me kind of being a dick bag. Um, it has been it has been a very weird month uh, here in the Bright Suns household. Uh, so. Uh, I mean, getting right down into it, as as of the beginning of November, uh, I had actually lost my job, so it was it was extremely unexpected. Um, a lot of people at my job were not happy about it, and so far, the company has actually lost a significant number of people in the past month. Um, to the point where I'm I'm actually I'm not entirely certain how they're still operating. Um, and and everybody that I'm putting down as references for a new job, they are they're all no longer there. So I can't put them down uh, with like their company email address. I'm I'm like reaching out to them to grab their personal addresses and everything. So it's um it was it was a bit of an unexpected uh, nightmare situation, honestly, because I I hate the situation that I'm in right now. Currently, I'm I'm not I'm not happy with it because uh you know going through all this and trying to get, um, you know, unemployment to actually start paying. Um, 
it's it's basically been a month uh and i have not had a single dime come into me even unemployment is just taking their time uh i have i've had nothing as far as income coming in and it's it's put a a major stress on on everything that i try to do so it's not uh it's not an easy time right now um and and i acknowledge that and unfortunately that kind of stress really uh, god it, it just it it eats away at everything and so you you know you're trying to have a good time you're trying to enjoy all this stuff where you're thinking of you're thinking of money you're thinking of okay well i got to put food on the table i got to keep you know roof over my head and i got i got to take care of my family um so uh, i guess I, like first i want to kind of apologize um that that i've I've really let a lot of like annoying shit bother me and like bother me a lot over the past few weeks. Uh, and, and, and maybe you've noticed, maybe you haven't. Um, if you haven't, uh, I'm, I'm not sure how, but, but, um, if you did notice and, and it's bothered you that I've kind of been uh, a little bit of a dick bag, I'm, I'm really sorry that that's not my, in I fucking hate that buzzer every fucking time has not gone off for like an hour and then all of a sudden i start recording and here it goes um anyway <laughs> but um yeah i'm i'm really sorry if if you've noticed and and it's and i've been kind of a dick bag uh i'm sorry uh it that's that's not what i i i have intended that's not what i meant uh for this show to be or for for my uh, Twitter account to be. I have I have a whole personal account that I probably should have been posting all that salty shit to. Uh, that that uh, that's where I usually post like my political stuff. Um, I try not to get politically involved. I have a lot of political feelings um, that a lot of people don't agree with, but I, I'm I'm trying to keep the real world political garbage uh, that that is is the unfortunate part of most conversations nowadays. Uh, I try to keep that out of this show and out of um, my my Twitter life, I guess. Uh, so it's been it's been pretty rough the past month. Um, and and again, I apologize if you guys have noticed uh, kind of a downturn uh, in my my demeanor and my mood. Um, I have found new employment. They've they've submitted an offer. I've actually got two offers, and I might get a third. Uh, so. <laughs> You know, people people with skills they they uh, they don't they don't stay unemployed very long. Um, but anyway, uh, so you know, I think that's the end of of that, and I'm feeling good about what I'm doing. So that's why you know, and I have a couple more weeks where I will be uh, unemployed and just waiting for the new job to start. So I have some time uh, to try to crank out a few episodes. And now that I'm in kind of a better headspace, I I feel like that's going to be easier to do. I am not going to promise anything because I am terrible about keeping up with the motivation uh, to do this. Um, that's why it still says in my Twitter bio that this is a podcast done for fun. Because um, that, that's what it is. I, I kind of just do this whenever I can. Um, but I, I really, I wanted to get that out because um, it's been bothering me a lot lately that that this is kind of how I've, I've been. Um, so if, if you've been seeing my stuff and you're like, Hey, this guy is not the bright ball of, of sunshine that his podcast name, uh, kind of makes, uh, it seem like he should be, then I, I 100% agree with you. <laughs> I really have not been, uh, that great of a follow, I think. Uh, so I appreciate you guys for sticking around with me. I appreciate you guys for, uh, always finding a way to put me in a good mood. Um, a lot of the accounts out there, uh, have been doing a great job of, of just staying positive and being cool. Um, so, so that's, that's probably all I'm really going to say about that. Um, so what the next thing that I wanted to get into and, and like the worst, most hard, uh, aggressive segue ever, <laughs> but the next thing I wanted to get into was the, uh, galactic star cruiser, the star Wars galactic star cruiser hotel experience. They, leaked or released a video that uh, they almost immediately took down. And unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to see it uh, before they took it down. And it's it, it's kind of unfortunate because I am 
interested in that. Uh, like, you know, I get that it's a lot of money, but I'm, I'm interested in what they would offer. And, and according to kind of mixed reviews that I've seen online, uh, the video didn't seem to offer a lot or it offered an adequate amount. I don't know. There were a lot of people saying it looked terrible. A lot of people saying it looked okay. A lot of people saying it looked good. I didn't really see anybody saying it looked great uh, and probably worth the uh, almost down payment on a house <laughs> to um, to do. But uh, it's it's one of those things. So the way that I the way that I look at this, uh, and and it's the same with any sort of Disney trip. Uh, and I I love going on Disney trips. Uh, my last one was in July of this year. Uh, and that's that's when I went down to go see uh, Galaxy's Edge for the first time. Uh, I, I was there like the year before it was built, and I was so mad that we didn't postpone that vacation for one more year because <laughs> uh, I saw them doing all the construction uh, for Galaxy's Edge, and I was like, oh, my God, we have to come back. And then it was years later that we finally were able to. So the way I feel about any Disney trip is, is the same that I feel about this uh, Galactic Star Cruiser thing. And that is that each individual person is really going to have to do kind of an internal, uh, unique self-evaluation and, and financial calculation to see whether or not this experience is worth it to them. And because it's going to be different for everybody, there's people that are going to have a lot of money who don't think this is worth it. And there's going to be people that don't have a lot of money who will put up the money to go through this because they think it's it's worth it. And that's entirely a personal, uh, very object, uh, I'm sorry, subjective thing, not objective, subjective, uh, because it's going to depend on, on how you feel about it and how you feel about the experience versus the overall product. Uh, now, one example that I like to give a lot is Savi's lightsabers. Now, uh, looking at the quality of these things, yeah, it's greater than like your, your, you know, standard run of the mill, like plastic lightsaber. Like, okay. Yeah. This thing is miles ahead of that. It's, it's nice, heavy, weighty feeling. Uh, it's, it's got the, the metal pieces that you can customize and take off and tweak. Um, you can customize the crystal, which customizes the blade color and you don't have to go out and buy new blades. Like when you look at it on paper, it's pretty cool, but you know, objectively, it's not actually a a top of the line lightsaber. Really, it's it's kind of low mid quality, and uh, and and that's because I guess like they didn't use a lot of they didn't use a lot of soldering on the circuit board, so it's it's not it's not the greatest quality, and it is subject to breaking fairly easily. Uh, so it's definitely not a lightsaber you're going to you're going to duel with. So if anybody out there is thinking they're going to go to Savi's, grab a couple of lightsabers and start whacking each other with it, uh, you're going to own that $250 plus lightsaber for about 10 minutes. Uh, and then you, you'd, you'd hope that you've worked on electronics before because you're going to have to go in and probably re-solder the entire, the entire board. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's the Savi's lightsaber. You're spending a lot of money. You know, it's it, you. Could you buy a lightsaber that's probably better quality for about two hundred and fifty bucks? Yeah, probably. You could probably buy one that won't break the second you whack it on your friend's head or something. Uh, but what you're paying for when you get a Savi saber is the entire experience, the entire kind of immersive uh, show that they put on. That's part of the money that you're spending, and and it's it's actually pretty cool. Like. When I went through it, um, my wife and I, we only did one. We did one for me because my wife's not like a huge Star Wars fan, not enough to where, you know, dropping like $500 on lightsabers in a single day would be something that she would want to do. But, you know, she's big enough of a fan to want to go down and enjoy it. And she had so much fun. But uh, so we, we did the Savi's lightsaber and I built mine. And the entire time, like I, th this is, this is like a core memory now because I am going to remember this for the rest of my life. It was this just incredibly emotional experience where I felt connected to the world in a way that I have never felt in my entire life. I've never felt it like 
not even like I, I feel like even if I went like LARPing in the woods with a bunch of Star Wars nerds like myself, I wouldn't have felt this connected to it. But, you know, I swear to God, when they asked me, you know, uh, to pick a lightsaber color and to feel the force to see which which color the force guides you to, I swear to God, I could feel the color blue. I could feel it. It's it's the weirdest sensation ever. But I, I don't know if Disney put like electromagnets to start fucking with your head or something. But like it is an incredible experience once you just let yourself go into it. And, you know, if if I had the opportunity to go back and stop myself from spending $250 on this lightsaber, I would not do that. I would not stop myself. I would tell myself, go for it. This is one of the the coolest fucking experiences you are ever going to have, at least at this trip and maybe in your entire life. Who knows? So, you know, even in retrospect, you kind of have to do that financial calculation for yourself because you have no idea. Um, You know, you might not have the right idea going in. There was a distinct possibility that going into the Savi's lightsabers, I was going to come out and be like, what the fuck did I just spend money on? This is stupid. A distinct possibility like that will always exist. But looking at it in hindsight, I'm so glad that I spent the money. That is probably the upper end of what I would spend on this lightsaber. Like if they were asking for three or $400 for it, I... I would probably say, no, it's not worth it. I will go buy my own lightsaber. I will forego the experience and use that extra money toward a higher quality lightsaber. Now, this is how I feel about it. There are tons of people online who uh, pretty much do nothing but bash Savi's lightsabers anytime they bring them up. And and I get it. They're not the greatest lightsaber out there. Uh, that's That's objective. They are a unique lightsaber, kind of. I mean, I guess you can kind of say unique, but like, you know, they're they're unique in in the way that they operate and the experience that you personally had while putting it together. But, you know, I'll even admit they're not great lightsabers. And because of that, I, I do want more lightsabers and I want to customize this one, but this one will always be a special one because it doesn't belong to a certain character. It doesn't belong to anyone in the Star Wars universe but me. And and sure, because of the limited selection of parts, there's probably tens of thousands of people that have built lightsabers that look exactly like mine. But that experience that I went through, that that is what was worth the most money to me. And that's what I tie most strongly to that lightsaber. So... In the end, the experience won out. And that's that's what what I put the most value on. That's what I put the most financial value on with that lightsaber. I'm not looking at that lightsaber and I'm saying that piece of metal and plastic and crystal and, and whatever else is in there, that is worth $250 because it really isn't. To me, I would never sell that lightsaber ever. There's no dollar amount that anybody will ever be able to assign to that lightsaber that I would say I would sell it for. That's, of course, a lie. There's probably an amount. But it would be a lot more than $250 because I valued that experience. Uh, it would probably be thousands to give that piece up. The, the piece that when I look at it, when I touch it, when I feel it, when I, I just get that feeling all over again that I am connected to the Star Wars universe in a way that is deep and emotional and powerful and real. And that is something that you absolutely cannot put enough of a dollar amount on if you're able to like kind of achieve that level of, of like Zen, you know? So that that is kind of what my overall feelings are on the Galactic Star Cruiser. I believe it's the same thing. I believe that everybody's going to have to look at this individually and say whether or not the thousands of dollars that you're going to be spending is worth the experience, the memories that you'll have. And honestly, you won't know for sure until you're on the other side of it. Until you're on the other side, when you're coming back home and you're thinking, I wish I were back on board the Hyperion or whatever it's called. I think it's the Hyperion. But I wish I were back on board that ship then 
If you say that, then yeah, it was worth the fucking money. Absolutely, go for it. Again, do it as many times as you want. But yes, there are going to be people who uh, they're, they're not going to have that kind of emotional connection to it, but they've got extremely deep pockets and that's going to bother people. And, uh, you know, it'll bother me too, but you can't, you can't put other people's financial judgments on this thing unless you put your own, like I can't apply somebody else's financial judgment on this thing and, and take that as my own because I have to judge for myself whether or not I think it's worth it. Uh, somebody with a lot of money might look at it and say, I wouldn't pay $10 to do this. Well, okay, well, I I would definitely pay $10 to do it. I know a lot of you out there would pay a smaller amount of money to do it. But the the idea is that this is unique to you. So I wouldn't say to brush it off immediately as of yet. Um, I would say wait until the first few people start coming back from their trips and you really kind of get a sense of of what the whole thing is like. Um, there's going to be times where you're going to look at it, especially if you're waiting for other people to go do it, that they're going to spoil some things for you. Because I, I imagine from what I've heard that there's going to be surprises that happen. Um, you know, certain things that happen along the way during certain times of your journey. And, and that, that, surprise might be spoiled for you if you wait or if you try to do a lot of research before you go. But, you know, I think that's going to help you determine whether or not it's worth it for you is letting these people with a lot of expendable money uh, go do this trip before you do. And and who knows, like this might end up coming down in price. I highly doubt it because it's Disney, but this could end up coming down in price later on if they determine that the price point is too high. Right now, there is nothing like this. This is not a cruise. This is not a standard hotel. There is no experience on planet Earth that is like this right now. And if you're thinking it's just a hotel, um, it, that's that's not exactly the case. The The amount of detail that I have heard that they have put into this is incredible. There is no view that you see of... Florida, because you're not on planet Earth anymore when when you board that ship. You're you're on a ship. You're going into space. There's a whole adventure of going into space before you even get on this ship, I guess. And then uh, every time you come down to Batu to travel to the planet's surface, uh, you're you're right back on a shuttle heading from space down to Batu. And there's no, there's no view of Florida. You're on a bus that has no windows. It has like screens and you're seeing, you're seeing, uh, you know, stars and the planet coming closer and closer to you. That, that alone is pretty fucking cool. If you ask me like that is, they are taking the ultimate level of immersion and just plopping you right into it. And, and yes, these things cost money. I can't imagine how much one of those buses cost, uh, let alone the cost of the entire fucking hotel. And, and who knows the amount of money that they probably had to spend to make sure that uh, these things are all up to some sort of fire code, even though they have no windows. So there's a lot of research and development that went into it. We all know that the Disney Imagineers uh, are absolute fucking geniuses. So they, they have proven themselves to me personally with all of their other experiences that, that they've offered at Disney World that they they can pull this off. They can make something that you are going to go to for a couple of days and you are going to leave and it is going to be the greatest adventure you have been on. I personally, I have zero doubts that Disney is capable of pulling that off. I just don't know if it's worth that much money to me right now. I don't. I, I want to see more information before I know for certain, but I'm I'm fairly close on that calculation of, of whether or not I think it's worth it. Like I'm, I'm probably there. It's just, it's, it's a matter of if I think it's worth it and do I think I can get the money? Because obviously I am not going to tell anybody that they should go on this vacation at the expense of paying their mortgage or, or their rent. Like <laughs> if you're going to lose your house to go on this trip, don't do it, please. Um, Make sure that the money that you're spending on this is money that you're not relying on to do other stuff. 
this this needs to be expendable money. This is not a trip you absolutely need to take in order to live. So that's that's really that's my thoughts is is I want everybody to really think about this trip about the the galactic star cruiser as if it were a personal thing they're offering it to nobody but you and and you need to think about whether or not that cost is worth it to you not whether it's worth it to such and such a person on youtube uh, who gets paid for negative views you know not negative views but negative opinions uh, on on YouTube because uh, the algorithm likes to you know show you things that you disagree with because disagreement is like a, a critical factor in in engagement uh, but don't don't think about whether or not it's worth it for him so it's worth it for you think about it for you if it's worth it for you then it's worth it for you so I don't think uh, anybody should be taking other people's word for it that it's it's great um, I, or, or that it's it's worth the money because that's entirely subjective. Uh, there are things that I would spend thousands of dollars on that other people wouldn't even be paid to uh, to, 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 to do or, or buy. So uh, really think about it on a personal level. Try not to immediately dismiss it as as you know over, I don't know, over, over capitalism or whatever. Like, yes, it's, 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 it's an experience that right now is being tailored for, uh, wealthy people. It's, it's easier for them to come up with $6,000 to do this couple of days thing than it is for any of us, because $6,000 is like half a year of rent or, or, or maybe even less than that. For some people, it's like two months of rent, but $6,000 is, a lot of money, seven thousand dollars, however much it costs. That's a lot of of money, and I I I absolutely get it. I absolutely get the the trepidation of wanting to spend that, wanting to drop that much money on a trip. That seems crazy. But think of where else you're gonna get this. There's there's nowhere else. You can't go on a trip where the entire time you are immersed in the Star Wars universe, the entire time. From, from the minute you wake up in the morning to the minute you go to bed, every millisecond of the day, you are living in the Star Wars universe. That is not a thing that you can get anywhere else. So I get why it's expensive. I get that it is too expensive for a lot of people, myself included. But I don't think because it's expensive, it's necessarily bad or it's necessarily evil or immoral in any way um it's disney's a business like any other business they want to make money they want to make their investment back and they want to do it as quickly as possible so i i understand i i get it and i want people to know that i do not think that them not thinking it's worth it is bad in any way it really it's not that's that's their personal opinion and you are 100 entitled to disagree with me on everything um, but I just think you need to do, uh, you need to do your fair research. You need to find out if it's worth it for you or not. So, so end of story, find out if it's worth it for you. Uh, do your own calculations. Make sure you're not, you know, sacrificing your house or your car to go because that's just insane. Uh, and just, just take, take your own advice and listen to that little voice inside of you that tells you, okay, this is an adventure I want to take. Let's drop the money right now. Let's go. So speaking of you have to kind of make this financial decision yourself, uh, let's talk about Quantic Dream's uh, new Star Wars game, Star Wars Eclipse, uh, because the trailer, I guess, was leaked, even though I saw it being posted by the official Star Wars account. So I don't know how, quote unquote, leaked that is, but it leaked. It has made the rounds on social media. And uh, the results were, if you haven't been following the news stories about Quantic Dreams, like like me, uh, the results of, of the, the uh, release of this trailer is not exactly what I was expecting, or you might be expecting if you haven't been following. So the trailer got launched or leaked or whatever, and... I watched it and I was I was blown away. It looks amazing. 
And and I'm not going to lie. I was super hyped and super excited. I, I did all the Googling I could the second I saw some screenshots from it. I hadn't seen any of like the posts about Quantic Dreams yet. I had just seen the posts with like screenshots from the game and I was, I was so pumped. I was so excited. I was, I was digging through Google and nothing was coming up, but then all of a sudden the video showed up and, and Star Wars tweeted it out. And, uh, I watched it like five times in a row and I, I just, I couldn't get enough. I was so excited. And then you learn the caveat that comes with it, uh, because we can't just have anything nice without any L's being dropped in there. So, uh, if, if you haven't been paying attention, Quantic Dreams uh, is the, the founder and CEO. Um, and I can't, I, I, I don't even like want to pull up the guy's name. I can't even think of it. David Cage, that's it. So David Cage is the founder, CEO, and I guess lead developer on Quantic Dreams for, for like almost everything that they do. But he's, he's, he's the top of the food chain there at the company. And the company has, I guess, for a few years, been going through the the motions of uh, of ex- exposing this culture that they have there, uh, and and in which David Cage is reported as saying some absolutely horrendous shit, like not not even just like questionable. This is just straight up horrendous. Uh, so. You know, one of the lines, I guess, that he said is, in all of my games, women are whores. And the other line that he has said uh, that's really causing the controversy uh, is, we don't make, is I'm, and I'm quoting, don't think I'm saying this, but I'm quoting David Cage, quote, we don't make games for fags. And that, uh, like, that leaves a bad taste in my mouth just saying it, just quoting this asshole. So news of that came out, I guess, I guess a few years ago or a month. I don't know. Some, I don't know when it came out, but it came out before this whole thing happened. Um, and I, I guess it was even when Star Wars announced that a new game was coming out, but um, it's going to be made by Quantic Dreams instead of EA because EA had lost its exclusivity or gave it up or whatever. I don't know. What the, I, don't, I don't know how this industry works. So uh, people were in an uproar then, a little bit. I didn't see it as much as I see it now, but uh, then the trailer gets gets dropped and all hell breaks loose. It's, it's now all over uh, everywhere. I don't actually see a lot of any more like hype or praise for it. The only thing I see is uh, these fucking quotes by David Cage and, and understandably so because they're fucking atrocious. Like there is no way that I want to support this guy. And, and this is where I'm getting into, uh, my feelings on this because I've, I've seen a few conversations. I've talked to a few people on Twitter, uh, who are on, on kind of both sides of this. Um, and I I haven't talked to anybody who's saying, you know, that that's like an open bigot or anything, because I, I don't try to, uh, interact with those people. Those people suck. So there's really, there's kind of two sides of this and, and the, the two sides that I think matter, uh, there's the side of, uh, there's no way I'm going to buy this game because I don't want to support David Cage's bullshit. Uh, and then there's the other side, uh, that, that unfortunately also makes a lot of sense to me is the developers that are working on this game, the creatives that are putting in hundreds of hours a week. Uh, just to to do these these massive crunches in the video game industry, uh, they're not David Cage. They they are small uh, small creators who are who are working their fucking asses off to develop a game that looks that good. And many of them are in the LGBTQ community. Many of them are gay. Many of them are bi. Many of them are are part of this marginalized community that this fucking dipshit David Cage is is openly mocking and and marginalizing and being discriminatory against. Fuck David Cage. I can't even begin to describe how fucking pissed I am that that motherfucker has anything to do with Star Wars, especially the High Republic era, which uh, unfortunately I haven't, I haven't read that much of, I've read a little bit of, but from, from what I'm seeing, from what I'm hearing from other people who have, it is the most inclusive time in Star Wars history. This is the most that we've ever seen any characters 
uh, in the LGBTQ community and in these marginalized communities. This is the most that they've they've ever gotten as far as exposure, and it's only supposed to get better. So this game, if anything, should be a fucking bastion of hope for that community, right? Like it should be a game that promotes the 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 culture uh, and and just promotes the acceptance the fucking i can't believe that it's 2021 and we still have to have these conversations because people out there are not accepting of other people it's other people this isn't even a thing that like affects them in any way Uh, other people being gay has no fucking effect on my life on your life on anyone's life it is their life to live and we should be promoting the shit out of accepting that because that is just us accepting humans for being human that's all it is and all anybody is asking for is just a modicum of respect that's all they want that's all anybody wants is just respect and this fucking dipshit david cage can't fucking give it to him and fuck him for that and i'm I'm so mad (laughs) i can't even begin to describe how fucking mad i am that this guy of all guys gets to be the first company that that represents the High Republic era of Star Wars in the video game world. And it's, oh my God, it's it's infuriating. But seeing some of these, these alternate takes on it where, you know, I, I understand wanting to hurt him because fuck him, he deserves it. But... If you hurt him, you're hurting the developers that work underneath him. And that's not cool either. So it's this really hard, hard, hard decision that everybody's going to have to make when they they decide what to do about this game, if it comes out. Because who knows, with with the backlash like this, there might be, uh, this game might get scrapped. And if it never comes out, I mean, that, that really sucks because a lot of these people are putting in hundreds of hours a week to do this. They are missing time with their families uh, to put out this game for this fucking dipshit who doesn't respect them or think that they're human. So, like I said, this is, this is going to have to be a choice that everybody's going to have to make individually if this game comes out, is whether or not it's worth it to them. The experience is worth it to them. And there's, there's that part of you that if it is... You're going to have to, you're, you're acknowledging that maybe you're supporting these smaller developers, but just as there's no way to hurt David Cage without hurting those smaller developers, those, those creatives that are working their asses off, there's also really no way to help those creators working their asses off without financially helping David Cage. So, and, and it's, it's based solely on his position in the company. If he was just like a small, no-name fucking creative that was just working you know drawing pictures or whatever for the game it would be easy to pressure the company to get rid of him it would be easy to to ostracize him from the rest of the company it would be easy to kind of pick that target out but unfortunately this is the guy in charge and unfortunately even after everything that he said the company hasn't done anything to try to remove him or get rid of him so unfortunately there's no financial way to help him, uh, or I'm sorry, to, to help the smaller developers while playing the game and also hurt David Cage. There's no way. You, you have to understand that if you decide to, to side with the smaller creatives who are working their asses off, you are financially providing money to David Cage and that he is benefiting from it. If you decide not to, you have to also understand that if you decide to vote with your wallet, which is the only thing that big companies like this understand, if you vote with your wallet and you don't buy the game, you don't pre-order the game, you never do anything with the game, you just sacrifice that part, you never get to play it. Yes, you're financially hurting David Cage, but you're also financially hurting these people that put so much of their time into this game to be released. And then, you know, the company gets shuttered. What if the company shuts down? What if nobody buys the game and the company shuts down? That's a lot of creative people who worked their asses off for this chance to work on on Star Wars, a fucking Star Wars game. That is like peak career. Like if I if like I love doing photography. If 
somebody gave me the opportunity to work as like a backstage photographer for a Star Wars movie, holy shit, that would be the pinnacle of my career. That would be the greatest thing I would ever do in my career as a photographer. And for some of these creatives, they might feel that way. They might have put a lot of their their mind, their their spirit, their soul, their blood, their sweat, their tears into this game because it's Star Wars, because it's this, this giant monolithic pop culture icon that they now get to say that they have been a part of. So this is not going to be an easy decision. Um, people should not, definitely not, bury their heads in the sand and pretend that David Cage, this fucking dipshit, didn't say anything. They shouldn't, uh, they shouldn't just bury their heads in the sand and, and pretend that the company doesn't have a history of, of being shitty to these marginalized groups and, and, and uh, being shitty to women. That's another thing. I don't see a lot of people talking about that as much, but, but this is also a dude that's, that's fostered an environment that's been just shitty towards women. I mean, who the fuck says things like, quote, in my video games, all women are whores? Like this, this dude is just a walking fucking definition of incelism. And I, I understand completely not wanting to support him. I understand completely wanting to boycott the game. And I support anyone wanting to boycott the game. I also support anybody who wants to support the small creatives that work on his team that have to suffer underneath this fucking shitbag because they're just trying to work. They're just trying to put food on the table. And they're, they're, they're having this opportunity to do something so incredible, like work on a Star Wars project, and they have to do it under that fucking dickhead. Of all, like, if anybody deserves any sort of awards and, and accolades and, and recognition, it's any developer or creative or artist that works underneath David Cage that's also either a woman or and or part of the LGBTQ community. Like, those people deserve fucking medals. Because A, the game looks fucking fantastic. And and I I so desperately want to play it, but I am going to have to, for the next year or however long it is until the game comes out, I'm really going to have to wrestle with that thought. Because I don't know. I don't know what value as as a as a not a member of the LGBTQ community, but as as an ally, I ally with the community. So my 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 first primal kind of thought is just disgust at this guy and I don't want to play the game. But then that kind of side of me that's been playing video games since I was a kid is like, I really want to play this game. It looks so good. I want to have the experience. And then there's, there's the part of me that, that got awoken by some of these people that I've talking to on Twitter where I don't want to hurt the people that don't deserve it because, because if, if they lose their jobs, because this, this company is run by a fucking moron. Uh, this fucking troglodyte doesn't think that uh, fucking gay people are humans. Fuck him. I'm so mad at that. <laughs> but uh, if 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 they get hurt as a result of a boycott, that's that's also not going to feel good. So this is this is really. Oh my God, this is, this is a tough decision. And this is why it's so frustrating is because, you know, like we can't have anything that doesn't come with some sort of attachment. Basically, we, we have to choose whether or not we want to enjoy the thing or not enjoy the thing because the thing comes attached with something that treats somebody else as not human. You know, like it, it's this weird fucking catch 22 and i think the most the, the most appropriate tweets that i've seen are tweets relating this to the monkey's paw you know the the story about the monkey's paw where uh you get exactly what you wanted but you get it in the worst possible way it's not like a genie it's different it's a monkey's paw so people have called it the, like the kawakian monkey lizard paw like i fucking love that uh but saying that we asked we wished for uh a star wars game that was not made by ea and the monkey's paw lowered a finger. <laughs> and okay, we got it. We got exactly what we wanted. We got a video game that's not produced by EA, but we didn't specify that the game has to be produced by a company that treats people as humans. You know, I mean, who knows? If, if they do decide to, to drop Quantic Dreams for the next game, because chances are this game will probably release. But if they 
choose for the next game to not choose Quantic Dreams, they choose another studio and we say, don't do Quantic Dreams or EA, it'll go to fucking Rockstar or something. And, and we'll know that Rockstar treats their people as fucking slaves. They work them half to death. And then another finger on the monkey's paw will lower. And we'll keep doing this until we finally come up with the right words that give us a product that we want without, you know, uh, marginalizing people. And, and and it's this weird balance that we're going to have to try to hit. But uh, but for the meantime, for this for this particular game, uh, this is going to be a tough choice. And and I don't I don't really begrudge anybody for for whatever choice they make, unless that choice is uh, quote unquote I don't care about gay people. If if that choice is what you made, then then fuck you, um, because this community is here. Uh, they they don't they don't need your approval. Uh, they just need you to treat them as humans and they need your respect and they need you to listen uh, just like you demand they listen to you. So I'm like so frustrated by this because I wanted so badly for this to just be a thing that the community, like I think the entire community could have gotten on board with this and could have been like, this could have been like Book of Boba Fett, but like times 10. Like that's, that's the level of hype that this could have gotten because this looks so unique and different and, and, and I mean, it looks like Dune really, but it looks like something we've never gotten out of Star Wars before. And that's, I mean, that's the High Republic. The High Republic is something we haven't gotten from Star Wars really before. And, and this looks so unique and, and it's, it's obvious that the smaller creatives on the team, they're, they're putting their heart and soul into this. And I, I, I'm so torn as to whether or not I want to support that or not, because I know that supporting them means supporting David fucking Cage. And I want everybody to remember that name now. I know I didn't remember it at the beginning, but I want everybody to remember that name, David Cage. Fuck David Cage, okay? Fuck him. I hope he finds some sort of way out of the company so that we can support this without you know, having to sell our souls, that, that chunk of our souls that's, that's human and moral and empathetic. So I'm curious, I, I want to know what you guys are going to do. If you know yet, uh, if you, if you're doing the same thing I'm doing, where you're kind of tossing around these ideas and you don't exactly know how you're going to feel about it. Um, I want to know, I want to talk to you guys about it. So hit me up on Twitter, uh, at Bright Suns Media. Uh, you can also hit me up pretty much on all uh, social networks uh, as at Bright Suns Media, um, except, I mean, Facebook, I'm really never on. And for some reason, my Reddit account got banned. So so you can you can probably find at Bright Suns Media on Reddit and my account is banned. Don't know why. Uh, I, I tried sending a uh, an appeal and I literally never heard back. Um, so so uh, Reddit's out. So Twitter, Twitter is my primary one. So contact me on Twitter at Bright Suns Media. Uh, and just, uh, let's, let's talk about this. Cause this is heavy. This is something that, uh, is, is going to be a, a heavy choice. It's something we're going to have to talk about for a while. Um, and I really hope that everybody out there is, is at least thinking about this and at least doing this kind of mental calculus to, to determine whether or not they're going to participate. Cause like I said, I don't, I don't begrudge anybody who really wants to play the game, who values the experience of the game over, uh, you know, participating in, in kind of the social uh, social aspect of it where where you don't want to support David Cage. And I, I don't begrudge anybody for saying they're not going to support the thing at all because of David Cage. I get it. It's this is this one's this one's tough. Um, and honestly, I, I, I see this dividing the community a bit. Uh, even the positive community that um, that I see a lot on Twitter, I, I think this is going to start to kind of divide that a little bit because people are going to draw lines in the sand. And I really, I want people to have open communication about how they feel because I think an important thing during uh, times like this is not drawing a line in the sand and saying anybody who doesn't think like me is wrong uh, because people have unique experiences that dictate how they feel about things. Uh, and I really, I, I, I would hope that anybody who sees anybody who doesn't agree with them on this game doesn't immediately write them off. Um, this is, this is an unfortunate part of, of living in this weird 2021 timeline that we live in, where for some reason, 
people don't think of members of the LGBTQ community as people. And that's disheartening. That's, that's, it's really sad that we're this far into the society and, and this is a conversation that needs to be had with some people. But I, I want the community who I love on Twitter, these, these people that they love Star Wars and they bring all this positivity because I know I'm not doing a great job lately of bringing positivity in. I, I don't want you guys to start fighting amongst yourselves because of this issue. I don't want you guys to lock yourselves into just your way of thinking uh, because other people want to support the the smaller creatives who are members of the LGBTQ community. And and this is a this is a hard one. It's it's gotta be who you feel like hurting more, you know? Uh because you're gonna hurt somebody either way. And this this is not an easy decision. This is not just as easy as dropping 60 bucks on a video game. You know, those those decisions are made for for other games that don't have this kind of uh, controversy attached. And, and this is part of the soul of the company from what I'm hearing. This is part of what makes that company uh, run is just this evil kind of soul of the company that this fucking idiot David Cage has, has fostered. And, you know, like, like I said, and I've, I've said repeatedly now, um, this is going to be tough. This is going to be tough. And I want to know what your thoughts are on this. I want to talk to you guys about this. Um, and this is going to go on for a while. So, uh, again, hit me up on Twitter at Bright Suns Media. Uh, this, that's all the time I'm going to take for you guys today. Um, this one was kind of a heavy episode. Uh, I really, I want to try to get into some lighter stuff. I have some ideas, um, that I want to talk about for, uh, the next episode, um, if you guys have anything that you want to talk about for Star Wars and, and want to hear me drone on about for an hour, uh, let me know. Shoot me, uh, shoot me a message, shoot me a DM, shoot me, just tag me in something, you know, whatever. Uh, I'm, I'm young and hip and I get the social medias. Uh, but anyway, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for coming back. Thank you for just being the coolest fucking Star Wars fans that uh, I have ever known. And I will catch you guys next time. Thank you so much. May the force be with you. And I love you guys.